Good morning. Let the Monday morning cold and flu sniffles edition begin. I am Jay Cleveland Payne bringing you a bit of a stuffy uh, nose and a bit of a uh, kind of a icky voice, but still bringing you things you might have heard for today, Monday, February 20, 2022. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm sorry for being out for a little bit, had a bit of an illness thing and had to take a little bit care of myself. Now that I'm on the upside, we're glad to be back with you, bringing you the weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. As your go-to source for unconventional news, your new side piece, if you will, we like to take good care of you in the news that you may not get in big news. Now, we do have a lot of big news going on, but as we're watching, literally watching uh, morning news, President um that guy, uh, dark Biden guy, is in Ukraine. Uh, he was in. He was going to Europe and wasn't supposed to leave until this morning, but made an early trip to go visit the Ukrainians right before the about four days away from the start of the war there. So uh, that is all that's overtaking the actual news right now. And so all these other things you probably wouldn't get anyway. But there are some that do make sense. So hopefully you'll stick around for those great things. Now, let's get into those stories. Like I said, we have 10 stories today curated by you, the top 30 stories of the weekend. We pulled from those. And you gave us the ideas, but give us a better idea of what they work for. If I pick the story that you might not want to talk about, and today maybe in most cases, let me know. We'll explain more of that around the 14-minute mark. It'll take us about 10, 12 minutes to go through the, the, the all of the headlines and go from there. Assuming I did the slides right, we'll see how this thing goes. So as I said, 10 headlines, of course, vetted by you, created by me, Jay Cleveland Pinkett. So let's get into them headlines right now. Starting off with this first one right here. Jimmy Carter to begin receiving home hospice care. The former U.S. president, Jimmy Carter, will receive hospice care at his home in Georgia, according to a statement from the Carter Center on Saturday. Carter, who turned 98 last year, has kept a low profile uh, in public years due to his coronavirus pandemic, due to the coronavirus pandemic. Carter's beat brain cancer back in 2015, but faced health scares back in 2019, forcing him to give up teaching Sunday school. Yes. Jimmy Carter in his late 90s was still out there building houses till they kind of stopped him and he kind of backed away from people because of coronavirus. But he found a way to show up to teach Sunday school um, because he's Jimmy Carter. Everybody loves Jimmy Carter. They hated him as a president, but they love him now. And people are on the lookout to see what's going to happen in the future for President Carter. 98 years old is kind of a good run. So no one is going to. Um, no one's going to try to do anything overly uh, uh, crazy to try to keep him going. But at this point, uh, losing a light like Jimmy Carter, something of a calming effect in the presidential lifestyle, even though recent presidents don't tend to uh, reach out to him. And the current president is almost as old as he is, oddly enough. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Jimmy Carter still alive, but receiving hospice care at his home at 98. Don Lemon benched on Monday over sexist remark scandal, insiders say. Now, this was a big deal, or going to be a big deal, and now Don Lemon is not sitting in the chair. I'm watching CNN this morning. Sarah Seidner sitting in his seat as uh, Caitlin Collins is in Poland, and um, Poppy Harlow is there next to um, Sarah Seidner. As this momentous event's going on, Don Lemon, who was given the day off Friday, apparently, and given an extra day off because of, you know, saying that Nikki Haley is past her prime, which turned into a big kerfuffle because it was essentially nonsense. Don Lemon basically shoot himself in the foot with a lot of voice stuff. And it's it's amazing because I love me some him. I love me some Don Lemon. Uh, but I also started to not like so much Don Lemon when he went to Don Lemon tonight and turned into that guy. Um, because it, it's, it's, it's like I need straight news. I need straight news. I need less randomish opinion stuff. I need less crazy. And now he's bringing more crazy. 
Now it's coming to the morning show, which is having the worst ratings that the CNN morning show has basically ever had. Uh, we'll see what's going on with that one. We'll see if Don Lemon's back tomorrow. We'll see if there's any super breaking news to get back into. But this is a big day. This is like I, I, I used to have these arguments with my wife when I managed a sports radio station. And she wanted to go out of town to a friend's Super Bowl party and then stay the night because she had a, you know, always off to stay the night. And it's like, I can't stay the night on Super Bowl. I have to be there in the morning to talk about the Super Bowl. That is my job to be there for big events. Big event happened. It was unplanned. Don Lemon was not there. He may lose some points for that one. Sarah Seidner gaining great points for coverage on that today. Also not there, apparently, on uh, Morning Joe. Joe and Mika not there, apparently, as well. So uh, they may miss some points as well. Now, I don't click the Fox. So I don't know what they got going on this morning. Kelly Pickler's husband, Kyle Jacobs, found dead at Singer's house. Kelly Kyle Jacobs was found dead in an apartment parent suicide at Kelly Pickler's home in Nashville, Tennessee, on Friday. Of course, married to Kelly Pickler. That's all the robot editor gave us in that one. Parent suicide. We're going to send out thoughts and prayers, which seem kind of shallow, seem kind of kind of callous in these things. We also get a chance to remind folks that was the wrong button. We need to, we want to go to this button here. That um in chances of um, despair when you're not feeling so great when things aren't working your way there is a national suicide prevention lifeline which is now 988 on your cell phone and in a text message because uh, we no longer do um we no longer do um long phone calls so you can also go to the website 988lifeline.org online and the old phone number and on the website still work as well they're available 24 hours a day seven days a week uh in english and spanish so you need someone to talk to you no matter what you're going through, you can have someone to help you through those issues. Didn't line up the slides as well as so needed to go to that one. So we're going to go back that way and then hit this one right here, which is Leonardo DiCaprio fed up with repetition that he likes younger women. We actually covered this last week uh, when he uh, found a new girlfriend who's 19 years old. Leo's almost 50. Um, he has a reputation. In fact, it's kind of documented that he dates people very young and breaks up with them when they're 25. Why do we say that? Uh, his last girlfriend, he dated her when he was young and dumped her when he was 25. And the one for that, and the one for that, and the one for that. So 48-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio now dating Eden Polani, uh, who's 19, uh, spotted being out there, being friendly, chitty-chatty and stuff uh, going on there. He's a bit upset that people are already ragging him because he's always dating young people, yet all he does is date young people. In fact, he basically has never dated someone over the age of 25, period. So you can hate him all you want to. You can hate this person all you want to as well because she's pretty much a troll. Ann Coulter tells Nikki Haley to go back to your own country in racist rant against new GOP presidential candidate. Conservative pundit Ann Coulter and just all-around evil-looking person attacked new Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley for being born in the U.S. to Indian immigrant parents. Coulter said that she needs to integrate to India to, and demand they start taking down parts of their history. I'm not sure what that means, but but yeah, it's like when someone says, go back to where you came from, and I'm like, Alabama? I'm, I'm from Alabama. It's one of those things. Coulter called Haley a bimbo and preposterous key creature for advocating removing the Confederate flag from the South Carolina State House grounds in the wake of the 2015 shooting of Emmanuel African Methodist uh, Church 
uh, Episcopal Church. Uh, so she did that when she was still there in South Carolina. And Al Coulter was, you know, saying crazy BS back then, saying more crazy BS now. And Coulter, um, of all of the um, conservative uh, people who just throw bombs at folks, Ann Coulter seems to be one of the least talented. Uh, and this, you know, this is coming from a person who wonders how the hell people are listening to Candace Owen. Um, but uh, but Ann Coulter, he's at least can't talented, you know, and while we do our best not to throw our, you know, the, the physical, you know, insults at people, we wonder why she still is relevant. We wonder. We wonder a lot. Let's go to the next story, which is Richard Belzer, extraordinary smart ass and comic and TV cop, uh, dies at 78 years old. Richard Belzer, beloved comedian who played the cynical detective John Munch on Homicide, Life on the Streets, loved that show. And, of course, brought that same character to Law and Order Special Victims Unit, has died at the age of 78. He played Munch on eight other series between 1993 and 2016. The character was a highly intelligent, dodgily diligent investigator who believed in conspiracy theories, distrusted the system, and pursued justice through a jaded eye. One of the weirdest things about putting him on, on, um, on Law and Order was the fact that he was actually the boss for a while. So for a good part of time, uh, he was in charge of everybody, and he was the guy that everybody was always thought had all the crazy thoughts. But he was, you know, running the show because this character, John Munch, had that experience. Yes, John Munch, J Richard Belzer played that character on eight different shows, popping up here and there. Most of those were one-offs and things that didn't last very long, and ways to sort of bring people into it. But Richard Belzer also just a funny, silly, just odd and ordinary uh, comedian. Uh, that, you know, was known for saying the real when the real would need to be said. Um, we'll hear lots of great things about, about him over the next couple of days as people mourn the loss of Richard Belzer. Moving on to the next story, by the way, um, Chris Brown, he's complaining that people hate him for his Rihanna assault, which is apparently still true. Uh, but he spent the weekend um, like just telling people stop watching videos of people beating people up and stop doing stuff. And then people are kind of blasting him because he's got a new single coming out right when Rihanna is, is reemerging as Rihanna. We'll get to more Rihanna in a bit. But right now, uh, Chris Brown is saying people are still in the hate on him because of this assault on Rihanna. And that was many, many years ago. And people still are in the hate of him because of his assault on Rihanna. And that, of course, was many, many years ago. Sorry, Breezy. It just is. Five former Memphis police officers charged in Tyree Nichols' death plead not guilty. The five former police officers in Memphis Police Department were arraigned on criminal charges connected to the January death of Tyree Nichols. They pleaded not guilty, pleaded not guilty on Friday and are due back in court on May the 1st. After the pleas, Judge James Jones urged both sides to be patient as the case may take some time. Of course, the 29-year-old black man was repeatedly punched in, in need Kicked into my officer's charge following a um, traffic stop, which seemed less than a traffic stop, more like a reason to beat somebody up. And a brief pursuit on foot on January the 7th. He died three days later in the hospital. Twitter is disabling two-factor authentication by text for non-Twitter Blue subscribers. Twitter announced on Friday that non-Twitter Blue subscribers will have to give up using text messages as a two-factor authentication method to secure their accounts after March 20th if they do not opt, uh, opt in on their own. Twitter offers two other methods for two-factor authorization, including an authorization app that had a security key. Both are free and much more secure than SMS, which is why they're using that and getting off SMS. However, SMS text messages are pretty convenient. And it also shows that they're trying to make people pay for Twitter Blue. 
for the convenience because no one wants to pay for the blue check mark. And finally, Raw Dolls children's books rewritten to remove deemed offensive language. Language deemed offensive as written there, I should say. The British newspaper, The Telegraph, compared the latest editions of Dolls' work to older versions and discovered that the newer editions edited or removed parts of the books that described the characters as fat, crazy, ugly, and black. Not because they're fat, crazy, ugly, and black, or not fat, crazy, and black, but because we live in a different world now. Um, Dolls' works are extremely creative, extremely weird, if you can, if you will, and children love them. If you watch Matilda, the either the original um, movie, read the book, read the movie, or seen the the new play, the musical that they've inspired by the original work, which is bonkers great if you, if you haven't seen that one um uh you can see all the craziness that goes into uh, what's going on and and the devilishness of the children and how it works so well and if it weren't so sort of uh, uh, subversive in a kind of deeper darker way it would not be as popular uh, however the times are changing we are talking about you know removing various dr seuss books because you know they draw snitches as as nazis and say all sort of things like that which we probably shouldn't do Nobody's running around singing zippity doodah because Song of the South is racist, and that's why Splash Mountain is now Tiana's Adventure Mountain, whatever you're calling it. Deal with it. There are some things that should not be said or need to be overly explained to younger children and then explained fairly well to older people who don't get why we can't sing zippity doodah or we, um, you know, don't let the Hitler snitches walk around in the books for Dr. Seuss. And why Confederate statues are a, a thing that should not be a thing. I said that last part out loud. Yes, I did. Let's move on to the teaser story for the day. This is a story we may talk about tomorrow if you deem this um, newsworthy. All you have to do is go to our website, or actually not our website, go to our feed sites on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links at our website, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. When you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, every 50 minutes you'll see a new story post up and we'll post up stories just like this one right here. It reads, headline, Kroger workers who quit are getting text and emails from the company asking them to come back. For those of you who are listening via the audio version, just the, the, the podcast version, I'm going to take a sip of coffee and let this one sit over for a bit. And let this little soak this one in for a second. Okay. Three, two, one. This is a story that we may talk about tomorrow if you deem this one conversational. If you do, go to our website and engage in it. This one should have posted right about as we went on the air today. So check it out. Uh, go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. And if you like it, like it, love it, hate it, share it, engage in it. The higher engagement score gets, the better chance we have to talk about it. Tomorrow through Friday, we'll pick the top eight stories of the top 15 of the day. Today, we got 10 stories of the top 30 for the weekend. And so less stories, a more pithiness and more stuff to get into. Now let's talk about something else. Let's talk about money, or actually value, if you will. We want you to stop by our website and check out our sponsorships page, but particularly we're talking about today, the Blinkist app. Go to this, is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, and you can get in on the Blinkist app. The Blinkist app allows you to catch up on all those nonfiction and autobiographies that you've not had a chance to catch up with. Plus, they have these new things where they allow um, short casts, long podcasts, which are cut down to 
bite-sized things and they have guided uh, uh learnings where people who really know stuff will walk you through some various books to learn things how can he do this well blinkist cuts down all the fluff and brings break down all the stories into what they call blinks which is why they can call it a patented for blinkist and they're just summaries and they're summaries that are so short they're just the build of the important pieces and they We'll take a hour unabridged book and mark it down to about 15 minutes. And you can read it or you can listen to it as audiobook form. And they also allow you discounts to buy the books in various forms. And you can share the love. The Blinkist app allows you to share your subscription with another person so that you can share the joy of reading Blinks with them. Check it out at this is a conversation slash Blinkist. This is a conversation slash Blinkist. Quickly, we'll talk about the Conversation Project, and that is our online home for the conversations that you have with other people, lots of people around the world, the most conversational um, website and news source that we think. We, as your news side piece, give you bits and pieces of real news. It's not fake news. It is real news, and it is news. It may have been missed because of, you know, Biden going to Ukraine. Things like that, you know, him you know, taking over all the full news cycle. So we give you real news in this verse with uh, some other things that are a bit outside of, of the norm. It allows you to have better conversations with people because you can talk about more things, things that are interesting and important that we like to think are out there. And also have other programs out there we provide for you for, uh, uh, that gives you other perspectives, gives you a chance to hear how things may be heard. And you get various versions of this thing right here, whether just a pure podcast or a newsletter, which you can just read the stuff. So there's no face, no voice, just words and links. You can get that as well. Check it all out at this is a conversation project.com. Find out more details about what's going on and get into the know with that one. And, of course, check out sponsorships and partnerships because we do need the cash. Fun stuff now. Let's get into today things, starting off with birthdays for today, which is the 20th of February, 2023. Happy 60th birthday to Charles Barkley, turning 60 today. I'm a little lightheaded, so bear with me with this one. Charles Barkley, uh, Sir Charles Chuck, uh, the funny guy from the, the, the NBA on TNT, and the guy who basically says what he wants to say, um, is turning 60 or has turned 60 as of you know sometime this morning. Congratulations, Chuck, through that. Cindy Crawford, we usually don't miss out a chance on Cindy Crawford, so we got her in here, and she's 57. Rihanna, 35. I didn't take the is out, and I'm not doing any jokes about umbrellas or cakes or work or anything like that. Rihanna, who, of course, just was triumphant fent, fent, uh, from the uh, Super Bowl halftime show uh, last weekend. And of course, announcing to the world by not announcing to the world, but announcing to the world, uh, her and ASAP Rocky are having another baby. No jokes about that either. Just um, that's happening. Rihanna turning 35 years old on the day. Other big birthdays on the day include Mitch McConnell, Sandy Duncan. Of course, she has she has a glass eye. French Stewart and um, Trevor Noah today as well. Let's go back to um, things for today. It's President's Day. Technically, it's Washington's birthday. It's a holiday that you probably don't have today. Maybe you have it if you work for, for federal government because they take all the holidays. But in most cases, the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday overtook the choice of President's Day in February. So 
I'm sorry, or you're welcome based on how you're looking for it. Uh, President's Day celebrates essentially Washington's birthday, but was kind of sucked in Lincoln as the greatest presidents of the world. We don't really celebrate all the presidents. We probably should uh, because we should just learn more about them. Some of them were really, really good. Some of them weren't very good. And we're not just talking about 45. We're talking about back in history. Uh, You may pull out, you may have to learn the name of the presidents for, for some sort of project back in the eighth grade don't really learn how their impact goes something that we older folks should do is really go through the impacts of how history saw and with you know chicken in every pot things like that speaking history today in history 1997 the trinity broadcasting network announced it had dropped singer pat boone's gospel american show as we record it's a heavy metal album with and appears on the american music awards in black leather and a studded dog collar you may not remember this if you're you know, one of them millennials or whatnot, but this was a big ass deal back in the day. Pat Boone, who, of course, known for stealing music from Little Richard back in the day, um, was, you know, doing this thing because the youngins liked it. And the kids loved it because it was like Pat Boone doing something outrageous and cool. And the old folks did old folks stuff. Now, one more thing you might not have heard. Dudes. You want to turn on your wife without being asked, unload the dishwasher, vacuum, strip the bed, and put on fresh seats, and vacuum her car. A few years ago, Parenting Magazine coined the term chore play after its survey revealed 50% of moms said their idea of foreplay is their hubby doing chores. I'm not sure who these 50% of moms are. I'm not sure who these 50% of dads are, but um, if they you know, are actual dads, they'll probably not understand what's going on and screw it up anyway. That's my take. And I'm done. Low voice, low time. Monday, February 20th, 2023. Uh, Once again, if you're in need, if you're in pain, if you're in suffering, if you need someone to talk to, reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline or a local Suicide Prevention Lifeline if you have one. Call or text 988 on your cell phone. Visit 988lifeline.org online. Visit them 24 hours a day seven days a week, available in English and Spanish to take care of you as you need to take care of. If you need to talk to somebody, hell, just reach out to me. We'll chit-chat for a bit because I know what that's all about. Stay hydrated with warm liquids to keep your throat uh, uh, sort, sort of medicated. Also, stay limber and stay on task. We need you for the grand things you're need to do for, and we'll do more grand things once we're over this cold. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for Monday. We thank you so much. Go out there, have a great day, and follow us on the feeds. Make sure you vote up the things we're going to talk about for tomorrow.